0: Welcome back to the Tomatoito Boxing Show. And uh, there's a fight that I want to talk to you guys about that took place um, just a few days back. This was the headlining, uh, the main event, uh, the headlining fight, the main event for Pro Box TV. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are uh, with that, with that uh, streaming network, I believe. I'm not sure if it's a promotional company or a streaming network, but Pro Box TV uh, has numerous fighters involved Juan Manuel Marquez, uh, Marco Antonio Barrera, you have uh, Pauly Malignaggi, Chris Algieri, Antonio Tarver, uh, Roy Jones from time to time pops in. You have a lot of people that are involved with that organization. They do commentary. Uh, They have preview and recap type uh, shows as well. Uh, Tim Bradley tends to pop on there from from time to time as well and uh mike goldberg the former announcer of the ufc who brought the the ufc uh, commentary to prominence alongside joe rogan in the, in its in its original days uh he's doing commentary now for probox tv as well and uh and they're set up fairly well they have their own network their own streaming uh platform and uh and they've been putting on some really good um events and they have several events that they put on the last couple years they're fairly new, in case you haven't heard of them, uh, but they're mostly focused on up-and-coming talent, blue chip prospects, um, fighters that are at the crossroads of their careers, fighters looking to revive their careers, uh, and, and it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like your new version of Friday night fights. Or USA's boxing, Monday night boxing, or Tuesday night boxing. When they when they ended up migrating uh, one day over, uh, it, it's kind of like that throwback style where you have you see solid boxing, up and coming boxing. The only other place that you could catch that is gonna be on TV Azteca. Uh, they usually air boxing live from uh, from Mexico and in, in different cities, different parts of Mexico, uh, and uh, and they'll air up and coming fighters. And uh and very um very grounded down to the roots type fights that you see these uh these styles being exploited or fighters coming into their own. Uh, a a mixture of elites and up and coming. That's kind of like what ProBox TV brings you, very entertaining. And if you didn't catch the main event, the main event uh, I would suggest go watch it. You could actually watch it on YouTube and they have the entire card uh available on there. The main event was between one angelo leo american fighter mexican uh or, or Mexican descent but American fighter uh out of um out of, he fights out of las vegas now uh ori- original from uh, from New mexico New mexico native uh he ended up fighting a Filipino fighter by the name of Mike Plania. Now, this was as high-level chess as you could ask for in a boxing match. It was intense. It was back and forth. Both fighters displaying pinpoint accuracy. Just top-level boxing by both of these fighters where anybody... That took a breather. Anybody that that made a mistake, the other was going to capitalize on. And that's exactly what happened. It was such a fun fight between Angelo Leo and Mike Plania. And if you don't remember who Angelo Leo was, he was Angelo Leo was your former WBO champ at 122 pounds. He holds one loss to date. And his sole loss is at the hands uh, by way of decision against one Stephen Fulton. That was the first title that Stephen Fulton got at that division. The second one, he ended up gaining when he got the decision over Brandon Figueroa. Well, Angelo Leo uh, stayed in that division at 122 for, I believe, one more fight and then migrated north to 126, which is the division that, that this fight took place in against Mike Plania. And now he's making a name for himself, knocking on the door of Lee Wood. Ranking himself fairly high, especially after this victory, he's right there within a fight or so from uh, from getting a shot at Lee Wood, who's the current WBA champ at 126. Who are your other champs at 126? Well, Rafa Espinosa, the divino Rafa Espinosa, just dethroned Robesi Ramirez, the Cuban sensation uh, in December, and what was what should have been the fight of the year? Uh, it was a it was just an amazing amazing fight. That that fight was taking place, I believe, if my memory serves me right, was taking place at the same time as Devin Haney and Prograce was going on. Opposite ends of the country, one taking place in Florida, and Devin Haney's uh with Prograce fight was taking place out in California, Northern California. Those are your champs. Rafa Espinosa is the champion, Lee Wood is a champion, uh and who are your other two? champs there, Venado Lopez is another champion there, and there's another Mexican fighter that's a champion there, Ray Vargas, I believe, is the WBC champ uh, in, in that division, Brandon Figueroa ranked fairly high at 126 now, since that loss to Stephen Fulton, he abandoned the 122 division, moved up north, especially because he was having trouble making that weight, and he's been a wrecking ball and a wrecking machine at 126, and he's ranked fairly high, Uh, ready to take on the champ he should be getting a title shot in his very next fight angelo leo same thing he lost the title to steph fulton that's how steph fulton became the unified champ at 122 continued his comeback continues to get better and now he is at the if he's not at the peak of his of, of his boxing career right now he is just near it because he is fighting on all cylinders his speed his delivery his footwork it everything his the way that he's that he's processing these fights and the way that he's adapting to his opponents on the fly is second to none i really urge you guys to go watch this fight angela leo stops mike plania in the third round with a nasty body shot The fight, the the tale of the fight, you guys let me know when you see it. I hope you do. And let me know. Leave me a comment on the the corresponding post on Instagram to this episode that I'm going to put up here shortly. Let me know what you guys thought of this. Because Angelo Leo ends up taking the fight to Mike Plania and vice versa, right? And both of them kept the fight basically up high as a pinpoint, uh, tit-for-tat type fight. Uh, Mike Plania, however, remained up high, and kept the fight as a headhunting type fight, trying to land, trying to score, trying to get those points on Angelo Leo, where Angelo Leo, by the second round, began to vary his attack, and he started attacking the body. First, started introducing the jab to the body, making Mike plenty uncomfortable, and he would follow it up with a succession of punches with combinations to the body that were actually hurting Mike Plania. By the by, the end of the second round, he had Mike Plania super cautious. And Angelo Leo, the way that he was able to take Mike Plania apart, a fight that that from the opening bell you thought was going to go the entire way, you just didn't know how this fight was going to play out. Angelo Leo begins to pick him apart by... ...acknowledging and going along with with Mike Plania's plan... ...of staying up high and making it a points-type matchup... ...and it was I-hit-you-you-hit-me type fight. But by the second round, he started varying the attack... ...just as feelers. He starts throwing feelers to the body. And when he would see that Mike Plania would not react... ...to those light jabs to the body... ...he would follow it up with combinations to the body... ...and he would end up inflicting damage. By that point, by the end of the second round... Mike Plania begins to fight a lot more cautious, continues his fight up high, continues going headhunting for Angelo Leo. Angelo Leo abides and continues to find success in the body, continues to find success up high as well. And by that point, by the third round, Mike Plania didn't know where the attack was coming from, including there's one exchange where Mike Plania is so cautious now of his body, and, he, and and it was evident that Angelo Leo had hurt Plania to the body because Angelo Leo ducks, faints low, fakes the attack to the body, to which Plania drops his guard, assuming that the attack was coming to the body, drops his guard instantly to protect his to protect himself opening his face up, and Angelo Leo fakes down low and follows up with a huge left-hand uppercut, followed by a straight right downrange, which began the dissension of Mike Plania. At that point, Plania didn't know where the attack was coming from. It was... It was as high-level pedigree as you could ask for in a boxing match. It was beautiful to watch. And I and that's why I'm saying Angelo Leo's boxing at an all-time high right now. If he hasn't hit his peak, he's right there scratching. He's scratching away at that peak already because the way that he fought that, that fight against Mike Plania just showed him as well-rounded as anybody. Scary. Scary to see because he's gonna it was beautiful and scary because it was beautiful to watch it was beautiful to see how quick he was adapting how quick he was processing what Mike Planio was doing and it's scary to see what he's going to do in the coming fights uh and how he's able to 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 take apart his opponents scary for the opposition because this is he's becoming a monster And should Steph Fulton ever move up from 122, we still haven't heard from him, if he's going to remain campaigning there at 122, or if he's going to go north, then you bet that Steph Fulton's going to run into Brandon Figueroa, run into Angelo Leo again. These are the big players there. That was a huge fight that he had with Steph Fulton in which he lost by decision and uh, and lost his title uh, because of that decision. Steph Fulton, of course, I mean, he, he was at the top of his game. He lifted that title, then got the nod against Brandon Figueroa, which ended in a little bit of controversy uh, because Figueroa was disputing the scorecards, thought he was robbed, blah, blah, blah. You know the rest of that story. Nonetheless, Steph Fulton unified the division, became unified, and then ended up going for the undisputed ship against uh, the Monster out in Japan and, and fell short, to which the Monster became the undisputed champ of 122, his second division. Angelo Leo is knocking on the door of Lee Wood, and I would not doubt it if Angelo Leo just dismantles Lee Wood a lot faster. Lee Wood possesses a lot of power and he he's he's frustrating for his opponents because he throws he attacks from every angle. But Angelo Leo's fighting so calculated and so measured, he's as well rounded as any fighter uh in his peak at the moment, and and he's not a one trick pony. The way that he mixes his attack, he's just, he's just taking them apart. He's picking them apart. I can't wait to see him in action again. I don't know who he's going to end up facing next, but you know it's going to be somebody at the top. Somebody at the top uh, who's also knocking on the door of Lee Wood. I can't wait to see where he goes from here. And if he runs into a fight uh, against a Brandon Figueroa, who's also knocking on title contention at 126, eh, holy crap, that that would hands down be a fight of the year just on paper. And I bet you anything that it would play out that way as well. Should the fight happen, uh, he's got all the makings right now to have his hands uh, and have his hands around a title at 126. Mark my words. Mark this episode. I have no doubts that Angelo Leal is going to be a champion at 126 if he continues to fight like he did just a few days ago against Mike Plania. Congrats to ProBox TV because I hadn't watched too much of their content. Although I had seen some fights, I hadn't watched too much of their content and uh and that's a detriment uh that that i'm gonna own up to it and because of this fight i'm gonna begin to follow ProBox tv a lot closer because there's a lot of big names that are fighting there that are th- these aren't stay busy fights these are meaningful fights mike plania is no joke mike plania is a hell of a fighter and with an amazing record as well he was coming into this fight as 29 and 3 with 16 knockouts and he had a great body of work as well. Recently, he was coming off that that great win against Daniel uh, Nicolas. He had lost to Elijah Pierce. Uh, he had uh, lost to Salim He had fights with uh, Jeffrey Francisco, who's another up and coming fighter. Joshua Greer Jr. I mean, you look at you look at who he's been fighting, and he's been fighting near the top, either blue chip prospects, prospects, or contenders. And now here goes again. He got into the ring against Angelo Leo. He was bested. He was stopped. But he's, he's right there. He's, he's such a good fighter. Uh, Mike Plania, who's going to give trouble to anybody and everybody who steps in the ring with and going to give him good work, if not stop him. Because he possesses that type of speed and that type of power. Angelo Leo was just able to outsmart him and use, turn his strengths into weaknesses uh, turned Mike Plania's strengths into weaknesses, and figure that if we were going to go and keep this fight up high, I might very well lose. Let's let let's start varying the attack. And he started the assault to the body, and eventually ended up weakening him to the point where he stops him with a nice left hand. The fight also, just to close this episode out, it nearly ended in disaster because of the referee. He gets Leo drops Plania with a nice left hook clean shot and the referee apparently was distracted because he seemed like he was in a perfect angle to have seen that punch but he was apparently distracted so the referee rather than begin the 10 count for Mike Plania ends up standing next to him and talking to Mike Plania in concern treating it as if it was a low blow or an illegal hit and for about two to three minutes there was a pause where Angelo Leo's bouncing on his feet trying to stay warm on the corner mike planius clamoring in pain on his knees and the referee standing next to him looking to the side talking to talking to the outside of the ring to see if they could uh, if somebody could help him just looking for someone to bail him out and after about 2 to 3 minutes of this delay because if this would have been a low blow they could have robbed angelo leo of this if Mike Plania decides to get up and sell it, they could have taken a point off Angelo Leo. Even then, it could potentially, uh, he would have been stopped if Mike Plania decided to continue. But he, he meanwhile, he's recovering. Or it could have been deemed a DQ and Angelo Leo loses by DQ. Or it becomes a no contest in which this was some of the most beautiful work that Angelo Leo has done to date. For the fight to have ended that way. In the end, after about two to three minutes, that whole delay happened, that whole fiasco, uh, the referee ends up waving the fight off. Angelo Leo runs across the ring to the caddy corner, jumps up on the corner and celebrates. And he is announced as a rightful winner by stoppage. Very interesting fight. If you didn't get to see it, go see it. Catch it on YouTube. Go watch it. You, You will not regret it. Hell of a fight, hell of a performance, as high-level boxing uh, pedigree as you could experience, as you could witness. And uh, and I want to hear from you. What did you think? Am I am I overselling Angelo Leo and how he performed? Or am I calling it just right? Because I, I have no doubts that you're going to be impressed with the fight itself, but with the performance and the work that Angelo Leo uh, put together in this, in this last fight against Plania. Um, congrats to Angelo Leo. I can't wait to see him in his next outing. Uh, congrats to Pro Box TV for the matchmaking and the, the, the great show that they put on. And, uh, and now because of this fight, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. They got a new follower, a new fan. So I'll leave you guys with that. This was a quick one. Just wanted to, uh, to make sure that I point this, this fight out because it needs to be mentioned and what a hell of a performance by, by one former champion and Angelo Leo. Keep an eye on him. He's going to make noise at 126. I have no doubts. All right, people. Thank you guys again for tuning in. You guys know I get excited. I love this sport and so do you guys. Thank you guys. That's why you guys continue to tune in. Share the episodes. Tell your friends about it. Tell your family members about it. Hopefully I'm bringing new narrative, new dialogue to you guys to where... Uh, I'm giving you guys backup and ammo to defend yourselves uh, in these conversations when people just give you the the talking the talking points and the and the headlines and they tell you, oh, Crawford's better than so and so, or Canelo's this, or hopefully you guys are getting some good content out of my show to where you guys have some backup and and they just don't tell you like, well, so and so fighter is the best in this division, and you come back with, well, guess what, so and so is also a pretty good fighter, and he would probably give him a good challenge, or blah blah blah. Uh, that's that's what I'm shooting for. Give you guys some ammo, some backup. I do the research for you guys' enjoyment, and uh, and and hoping that you guys get some good content out of it. New dialogue, fresh dialogue, fresh narratives, and uh, and fresh content. No bias, uh, no biases. No uh, no one telling me to shut up or or that I can't say this or I can't say that because they own me or they sponsor me or what have you. Uh, not happening. This is as pure as, as it gets, as, as commentary gets, and uh, coming from a fan's perspective, just like you, and, uh, and we'll continue backing each other up. The downloads continue to come, and I'm gonna continue pumping episodes your way. I gave you guys my word. Look at it. We just went to Mungia and Ryder live. The doors were open for us to take advantage of the opportunity, and uh, and my buddy Joe joined me, and we were there live, and I'm going to try to get to many more events, should I be allowed to, uh, if I get the opportunity, you bet your ass I'm going to be there. So, yes, thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys for tuning in to the Tomatolito Boxing Show, your boxing show, hopefully your favorite boxing show. I'm Heck Callie, have yourselves a great night, salud.